Hello, and welcome to Just Figure It Out, a podcast to inspire and encourage our listeners to pursue their goals. This will be done by sharing stories and experiences from guests about how they made definite goals and how they failed and succeeded, but never gave up. In essence, how they just figured it out. My name is Jen McAllister, the host, also the owner of Rise CPA and Accountants. I'd love to introduce you to my guest today, Carl Young, CEO of Lemonhead Design. I'd like to turn the time over to him to tell us just a little bit more about his business, and then we'll get into some conversation. Well, thank you so much, Jen. I'm so excited to to meet with you. And I know that's one thing I love about being here in Utah is the the kind of the entrepreneur spirit that comes here in this state is amazing. And that's actually one thing that I've lived in other places and it drew me to here. So I have a, a very great pioneer history here in Utah, but as I come here, uh, one of the things that inspired me, I, I'm with Lemonhead Design and inspired me to to start this company. And what we do is, uh, so I started at uh, another company as a cybersecurity expert, as FiberNet Data Center. I was one of their sales engineers. And I kept run, running into some situations where a lot of accounts that were hosted on that environments kept getting hacked. And these business owners sometimes would have to sell their business and and go out of business. And I just was like, no more, not on my shit, my life. I, uh, that, this was, uh, this is like 17 years ago when we first started me and my partner, Adam and I, we created the company and we decided we want to take care of our people with that, that heart of caring. And with that foundation, we have, uh, built, um, an environment that is very following best practices for cybersecurity. In fact, a third of our client base is banks and credit unions because of our our cybersecurity practices. Besides that, we also do web design, web development. Uh, we have a whole team of experts for that. And then we do online marketing. We have a whole team of, of social media experts, online marketers who do SEO and Google ads and things like that. And we one of the rules we always live by is before a client goes and does services with us, we go and we audit their account first. So we know what where they're at. So we can go and we can give an expert opinion and then, then they can choose whether they want to go with us or not. And then those who go with us, we actually have a hundred percent satisfaction. We haven't had a single client of ours who has gone with us, who has regretted going with us, which is pretty impressive. Maybe we need to pay more, have our customers pay more. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, but, well, uh, I love that. And I, and I love the passion behind it that you wanted all parts of the business to be taken care of. And I think that is the most successful type of business when you're doing it for the right reasons. And I can immediately sense the passion and the the genuine reasons that you do what you do. When I looked at your website and your social media presence, I was like, oh my gosh, is there anything that you know Lemonhead Design doesn't do? So, you know, that's crazy. It seems like you do it all. That's very impressive. Yeah, so I appreciate that, Jen. Let's take a step back. And I'm really interested to see how you got to this point. You talked a little bit about 17 years ago that you were in the cybersecurity arena, but what about before that? When you were younger, when did you, yeah, great when, how did you get interested in this field? You know, that's a good, great question. I think I started off when I first, I started off in sales a lot. I did door-to-door sales and which is interesting because now I'm in a cybersecurity world and I, I do a different type of sell. I'm more of an expert sell and I was an, an, uh, I door-to-door sales guy and I did really well there um, and learned how to connect with people. Um, and then that's actually how I paid for all my college. 
in one summers, some summers I would, we made over $75,000 and just, uh, for the teams that I managed, but I did a lot of summer sales. And then I got into cybersecurity when I got out of college and I got into a company called Digis. Um, and I found out that I just like the technical arena a lot more. And so I started figuring out how servers worked, how data communicated. And then pretty soon I took that good experience and became a sales engineer where I started to find out people's problems and find solutions to solve those problems and then help hundreds of businesses after that. Um, I love that. And I love that you're a problem solver. And I hope that every episode that I have and the listeners, they really catch on to helping them feel like they can problem solve. And problem solving is also deciding how you're going to reach your goal. And I mean, the goal you can consider almost like a problem and how am I going to reach that? Yeah. So I, I love that mentality. And I'd like to talk to you. You talked about being a door-to-door -door salesman and paying for your college. So your parents didn't pay for college. Is this That's an correct. accurate assumption? Uh, yeah. talk, talk to me about why you wanted college and did it seem like it was out of reach or, you know, it, was it just natural to go, okay, this is what I want and this is how I'm going to do it. Like, talk to me about that. Yeah. Great question. I actually, uh, when I was younger, a teenager, uh, my dad had a lot of health problems. He was a successful attorney, but he got in a car accident and, and broke his neck. And so after that, our family, uh, we basically had to kind of take a, a pivot. So I started working at a grocery store and doing paper outs before then. And then I went and I saved up all my money for that. And, and going to college, I same thing. I just knew that I couldn't plan on uh, counting on my parents for help. I needed to to take on that responsibility to find out for myself, I guess, with the help of God and 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 my friends and family. I think they definitely guided me. I, a friend of mine told me about the summer sales, and I did that and was really successful. And then I I paid. I bought my first car, and it was it was a ghetto car. I mean, this thing <laughs> you go sixty miles an hour, the, the the passenger door would fly open, and I would just have a little. I would have a little rope to hold it. Oh and my do that. The whole the summer, but but I did really well that first summer. I made about thirty five thousand, and I was able to buy a new car the following year. What and was it? I've got to know. What was your? Uh, what was my? What was my? Uh, that your was new the, car. Oh, my new car. It was a Honda Civic. Oh man, Ooh. it was awesome. I it, it didn't have the the door fly open. I love that. <laughs> what was the What was the color? It was a it was a teal blue, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, I loved it. It was great. My very first brand new car was a green Honda Civic. And I remember I was really young and probably young looking. And I had, I think, half the money saved. So I knew I super qualified. It was, well, let me take a step back. I had a goal and my goal was to own a brand new car. So how did I do it? Well, I, I knew I wanted to put down, you know, half of the down payment. And so I knew I had to save such and such amount from each paycheck. So I show up at the car dealership and normally, you know, it'd be an older person, not a young person like me. And so I would be taken um, seriously normally. And then you'd be going. Jen, how old are you? You you look seem young. Uh, are I'm, you? I'm 48. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You seem, yeah. I, I was going to say 35, but maybe oh, I, I always err on the side of lower, right? You know, just to be safe. <laughs> thank you. It's the lighting. <laughs> it's the lighting. Okay. Gotcha. And so, yeah, I remember being on the car lot and nobody paid me any attention. And I finally had to approach someone and say, I'd like to buy a car today. And they were like, 
oh, what? Wow. Like, wait a minute. So yeah, I didn't look the part. No one would expect me to show up with half of the purchase price. And so that was kind of funny. But yeah, speaking of Honda Civics, that was my first new car. <laughs> so oh, man. I feel awesome. you there. Yeah. And now so, we have a Honda's Odyssey for our whole family, you know, and then I'll <laughs> tell you, that's my new, new, new favorite now, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're great cars. <laughs> they are great. So that's awesome. I love that things build upon each other. I mean, first of all, it seems that your motivation was built from necessity. And from my perspective, it seems like, okay, well, I, I did that. So what's the next thing I want to do? I want to go to college. Sure. I could, I could do that as well. And I think it, you know, it has to start somewhere. And sometimes it may be later in life. Maybe someone leads a a long life of, I don't believe I can do this. I don't think I, I could do that. But then at some point you're given the opportunity, I'll say to, to pivot and change your mindset. And I hope there are may, many listeners today that may be thinking that same thing, that to gain inspiration and say, you know what, that's an old mindset. I, I can change. I, I can do these hard things. You know, I appreciate yeah. those experiences. What are some other things, whether it's business related or even tangible goals, you know, like I want this or I want that. Are there other things that you could share with us that may be inspirational? When I was younger, really younger, going away young, um, I really wanted to be a medical doctor, a cardiologist. But after my mission, I went and I realized when I did the summer sales and I tried new things, I found out that that was more my passion. I, I went and I took some some pre-med prerequisite classes uh, before my mission, and they were really hard. I mean, I did well in them, but I had to study three times more than the the regular person who did well in the class. And I realized I was like, I don't think that's really my fit. Sometimes you have to figure out when you test it. You know what I mean? Even though that was always my dream. And I think I always told my parents that to be a de doctor, I decided I wanted to go more of the entrepreneur route. I created these, uh, uh, I was at Snow College and we created these new shorts and I sold them and it did really well selling. And I'm like, you know what? Forget about doing the medical doctor route. You know, sometimes yeah. you have to pivot a little bit with that. And I was like, this is where my passion is. It's with people. Um, mm -hmm. I knew I, I needed to involve people. And even though I could be more of that technical route later on in my life with people, I, I knew that that's, that was going to be a necessity. I was going to say, you got to follow your love, follow your love in life. It, what, what gets you up? Like, I look forward to work. My kids sometimes tell me, dad, you need to stop working, you know, because I just love doing it. I love, I love making sure that people are taken care of. I love helping their, their online business to grow. Like we had one lady just this last month, her name's Kylie. I mean, we just, we built her a shopping cart about a year ago. So about one year, um, we, we built a shopping cart for her and then she didn't, no one knew her brand. They hadn't heard it from, she was a startup. So we, st we, we came with her and we trained her on how to do social media to get you influencer marketing and all this. And we, we, we helped her for a few months and then we then had her, we did Google ads with her. And it was cool to see now she came back to me in our meeting about a week ago. And she says, Carl, I brought in $50,000 of sales orders last month. And I'm just like, way to go, Kylie. Like, yeah. And she's like, and, and she, she gave us credit, but I, it's not just me. It's, it's her work ethic and her desire to, you know, we trained her, taught her how to do it, but she took it to the next level. Does that make sense? She yes. took it and applied it. 
Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I love this from two different perspectives. If I'm the, if I'm in, in Kylie's seat, hands off to her for one, recognizing that in order to succeed, you really need to be humble and reach out to other people. So, you know, that was great for her to be able to see that she needed you. And then from your perspective, I think it's so wonderful that you're taking the time to educate. You, you know, you've mentioned that a bit instead of just here, we'll do it for you. But I love that you're teaching and you're um, educating your clients on, on how to do better themselves. So I love both sides of that. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's kind of, it's the passion. It's cool yeah. to see that. Yeah. So. And you answered a question I had that you, that I didn't even ask, which is what, what gets you up in the morning and, you know, cause everyone has to be passionate about something in order to, to be truly happy and successful in their, their pursuits. So I mean, you're, you're, you're passionate about helping people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you does, nailed it right on. You nailed yeah. it right on. Does it also bring about some freedoms for you and your family? I hear that word a lot that yeah, with definitely. success brings freedom. Yeah. With Lemonhead Design in, in particular, we have done really well. Looking back, I'm like, wow, it's just, it's, you just kind of do the things you love and it, yeah, I'm getting paid to do something I love. This is crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh success grows with success. It's kind of like planting a garden, you know, mm -hmm. when you water it and you grow it, that's, that brings forth fruit. Um, and I think with the lemon head design, we've, we're a multi-million dollar company now. Um, but it, I mean, I could care less about that. What's, what's really cool is, is that it's the clients that I get to work with the people I get to hang out with it. I don't, I'm to the point where I get a, I get to pick who I get to work with. I don't, yeah. they don't just, I can, I have probably 20 people who come to me because of our own marketing efforts um, every month. And, and out of those 20, I may only select 10 mm -hmm. that we decide to work with because they just not the right fit. Some people are, they want the cheapest thing in the, in the, or they don't want the, the, the value add or the teaching moments. They just want, mm -hmm. they want to get the biggest bang for the dollar at paying the least amount of value. Yeah. And th those aren't our customers. I can absolutely relate I'm in the same boat where I like to teach people how to understand their financials and how they can use them as tools in their business. And I've had a client or two that they don't care. They straight up said, I don't, I don't really care to read the financials. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, let us finish this year. And then you would probably be better with someone else no, because exactly. we want to work with people who want to improve and they want to understand their business. So I absolutely get what you're saying where you, you can be um, selective and yep. work with the right people. Yep, exactly. And if, and those kind of people drag you down a little bit, so you, it, it makes work not as fun to look at. So you got to bring, you surround yourself just as important as a business owner, getting the right team. You got to have your right customers come in and that helps you all to grow together. Cause you all have to have the right mindset. Just like you said, you know? Yeah. And it's so great to be able to build a culture. The culture isn't just the employees within your company, but it's absolutely your clients too. And I can see that, that you, you do that and you recognize that. Yeah. So cool. that's fantastic. So going back to something that you said a little bit earlier, you know, you, you wanted to be a, be in the medical field, but then you yeah. quickly, you soon realized that there was a different passion. So for one, you know, that's fantastic. I'm glad that you had the courage because it really does take courage to, be going down one path and then and then making a pivot. And I'm sure that there were probably people that said, what are you doing? Don't do that. 
talk to us about that. How do you believe more in yourself and your desire to follow your passion more than what other people are saying? That's a great question. You know, it's kind of funny. My mom actually was one who wanted me to be the medical doctor, you know, <laughs> and my, my dad actually inspired me. He was an attorney as well. So, you know, they, they kind of, there was that mindset when we were younger that uh, doctors made a ton of money, but in reality, um, I make a lot more than a doctor. I mean, let's just be honest. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's like, it's crazy yeah. how that mindset was, um, but mm -hmm. it's because I do stuff I love. One of the things that I think in that, when I first made that transition is my, my mom had a little bit of pushback on that. I, the one thing is I tried that summer sales and she, she didn't think I should do it. She's like, everyone will hate you, Carl. Yeah. Everyone, they hate door to door salespeople. And I'm like, okay, well, well, let's give it a shot. You know, it's challenge accepted, uh, challenge <laughs> accepted, you know, and it kind of leveled me up and I, I knew that I had to do it uh, to, cause it was the only option that I could do to pay for my schooling. But it, it it ended up working really well. I surrounded myself when that first year by all the smartest people, the people who were doing the best in sales. And I just, I picked out what really did well. And I just, I was like this sponge. I was soaking up. I, I feel, still feel like that. I, I'm always soaking up. I surround myself by mentors, like my father-in-law. He's a very successful business owner. I, I surround myself by these mentors who uh, know a lot. And then I, I ask and I, I, you know, and sometimes I, I don't agree with everything they say. That's the cool thing about being an owner. You can learn from your own mistakes or you can, you know, make your own decisions, but it has been awesome. It's been really cool to, to, to do that. And my dad came back and he says, I didn't realize you would do so well, Carl. And then my, my mom was like, I, I, I had freedom. I could do whatever I wanted. I didn't have to rely on my parents to go in and pay for anything. It's awesome. And I could pay for my wife's wedding ring. I, I had, by the time I graduated, I had $30,000 in savings. Wow. You know, it was just a really good success comes not just in a moment. It comes knowing who you are and finding what works for what you love. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love that you point that out that success isn't just dollar signs. It's definitely, you know, having the right balance in your life and, you know, success is successful relationships and other things. So I love that. So like, as you're talking, I have so many questions and I'm like, Oh, oh yeah, no problem. That's a good one. That's a good one. And then, <laughs> and then it all of a sudden it's like, Oh, they're, they're all gone because I'm like, I gotta remember this. Gotta remember that. Maybe go ahead and ask me a question and maybe. Okay, cool. I'll come back. So Jenny, tell me a little bit about your life and your story, how you came with Rise Accounting and what inspired you. Yeah, absolutely. And because we were on the subject of, you know, those that say, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that. I'll tell you a little bit about that. So about a year and a half ago, I was let go of my job, a corporate position. The second podcast that has been published, you'll have to go revisit that. It's called Heidi's Lemonade Stand. And it tells a little bit about that her podcast is turning lemons into lemonade. So I talked about being let go and how I turned that into lemonade. So I started my own business. And when I did so, the first thing that I did was to reach out to my, my closest friends and my family and, and just like, Hey, if you know of anyone that might be able to use my services, please send them my way. So very, very organic growth, no advertising, just really organic. And so after a, a couple of weeks, a, a month, one of my extended family members, and I'm going to leave it vague like that because I'd like my family members to listen to the podcast, <laughs> said, well, why don't you just go find a job again? 
that was the negativity, which is like, well, you know, maybe starting your own business really isn't the right thing for you. And so I really just had to set that aside. And, and actually when someone doesn't believe in me, it, it helps me even work harder. <laughs> I would have ha yeah. worked hard either way, but I was even more determined to be a successful business owner. And much like you, what I have thoroughly enjoyed is being able to hand select my team. And I have the most wonderful team. Some of them I have followed me from the previous job. They quit themselves and they joined me. They absolutely trusted me, even though I didn't even have enough clients at the time. So that meant a lot to me. Uh, that's the kind of, wow. those. that's the type of tribe that you want in your life that you always trust each other and you believe in each other. So I can't say enough about my team. And yeah, it's just a, what we do is the whole gamut from bookkeeping to mentoring, to accounting, controllership, payroll, and I'm a CPA. So we do it all. What I love to do is to talk to a client and see what their needs are. And then I can say, hmm, looks like you need a little bit of this from this teammate, a little bit of this, and this is your customized plan. Or I can say, you don't meet you know, the, the okay. style that we have, and that doesn't happen too often, but occasionally it does. Or I can say, you know what, looks like the person you're currently using, they're doing a great job. So you really don't even need me. So it's really just a, a good, really discovery of what they need. And I love to be able to offer a customized solution and it's been great. It's just, it's grown steadily ever since it's opened. And I how long have you guys been open for? We've been open from August 29, 2022. And I remember that date clearly because it was August 25th that I was let go. And I decided uh -huh. quickly that I wasn't going to waste any time and wallow in self-pity. So I had my EIN number registered with the state and created my own little website within four days, including the weekend. And I was open for business on August uh -huh. the 29th. So it really was quick. And that's just the way I do things. There's no, there's no sense wasting time. Just get to it. That's cool. So about a year. Wow. And you, yeah. you got the business to where it's at now. That's amazing. That's yeah, good. Good job. And so it's we, all organic. That's amazing. Yeah. All of it organic. So it's been fantastic. So I'd like our listeners to, to know how to connect with you and also allow you any last words of advice that you might give someone who is struggling with, can I really do this? Probably the last little words of advice I would say is I, I usually like to connect with three things in your life, your spiritual, your physical, and your emotional in balance. If you can get those things in order, because I think that that's a, a powerful thing when you do your goals, focus on those three things, those three elements. Oftentimes my wife always tells me when I do the budget, she's like, Carl, you're always putting goals on, on financial and we're, that those are definitely happening. But also she always tells me, remember the spiritual, remember the emotional too. I, I'm a happy guy. So I don't think I need to work on a lot of that stuff, mm -hmm. but sometimes she says I need to have more time with her on dates. And so you remember your family, give time to your loved ones. Cause sometimes I think we, we, we sometimes put our everything in our, our company and we put all that time with that, but we also got to remember those ones we love to put that time in with them. I love that so much. Clients will come and go, but our family will be with us forever. So it's a great reminder to put our families first. Thank you. Thank you. Great advice. Now let it, let our listeners know how they can connect with you and find out more about you and your company. Yeah. So if you ever want to schedule an appointment, you can go to booking 
design. That gives you access to my calendar and you can find it at a time with just me. I'm the CEO and the owner of Lemonhead Design. So if you just go there, you'll, you could book a meeting. Uh, if you want to go to our website, lemonheaddesign.com, you can go and see some of the things that we've done for others. And then you can just contact us there. We also have a little virtual assistant. It's an AI chatbot, and it will go in and find book a time with you too. Well, that's excellent. It's been a pleasure and a joy to talk to you today. I really appreciate your time. And I want to sign off by saying this is Jen McAllister, your host, owner of Rice CPA and Accountants. Until next time. Thanks so much.